You've created your business and now it's time to protect it. Whether it's your podcast, speaking engagements that you do virtually or live on in-person stages or the community that you've built, you want to make sure that what you've created is taken care of and well protected. This is where AWB contract templates come in. They're customizable, quick and easy to complete and cost a fraction of working with a lawyer one-on-one. They have tons of options available so you can choose the ideal one for your business needs. It's an instant download. You get a Word doc template, you fill in the blanks and in about 20 minutes, you're all done. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash contracts today to pick out your new business contracts. And when you check out, be sure to use the code play for 20% off your contract purchase. That's P-L-A-Y in all caps for 20% off. Protect your business with AWB contract templates. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Pause on the Play. As always, it is amazing to see you here, where you are challenged to examine your beliefs, question your predisposed notions, and also consider realities you may have been unfamiliar with in order to understand that they too are real. I am your host and conversation MC for the day, Erica Corday, here with my co-host, India Jackson, to get the dialogue going. So we've talked about a few things lately. We've talked about myths. We've talked about mistakes. And I want to actually circle back to something that is a big cornerstone of what we do here. And also um, one of the things that we really challenge our clients to get crystal clear on when they do their uh, two-to-one coaching with India and I in Pause on the Play. And that's what are your values? I think that it's a word that gets thrown around. Oh, I have, I value this, or I have a value around that. And people aren't always clear what that means, what that looks like and what it is in action. And so we really dig deep on that because we feel like you can't do the other things if you don't have some clarity on that. It is something that can shift and move in some ways if you are, evolving. And I'll give the example of um, my brand Silver Immersion that we'll talk about in the episode where these were values that I was clear on. But what evolved was me being clear on how these values needed to show up in my business. These were things that mattered to me in life. And I began to translate them into what I did. So it didn't change in the sense of that it mattered to me, but it did change in how I wanted to showcase it. We've had clients where these things mattered, but they really wanted to be upfront and let it be something that took center stage in what they did. And that's how it can shift. So without further ado, let's get into it. Okay, so today we have a couple of things, India, that I wanted us to talk through when it comes to like you, you want to do all these things and you want to make all these changes. And sometimes it's like, okay, it feels like all these big things. And I think that it's helpful when you step out, step out of all the noise, all the the to do's and you say, okay, what is one thing that I can do? One thing that will move the needle that will show me that I'm actually moving forward. 
so that you don't get stuck in feeling like, oh my gosh, I cannot do all of these things. If you were to kind of, you know, think about that, you know, what do you think one thing might be? Ooh, I think building the foundation and most people would say in marketing that your foundation is knowing your ideal client profile. <laughs> Cue hurl face. <laughs> 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 no. Um, I actually disagree with that. I think that the world has gotten away from stereotyping people into ages, into sexes. I, I don't know why it was ever there in the first place with marketing. Um, it's gross. And unless you're actually doing like paid ads, it doesn't matter. Um, so I would say that before step A in working with someone like us, step A in getting to the next place of just doing things differently and having more impact is knowing what is the impact you even want to make? Like, what are your values? Mm, see, and values to me are such a huge thing. It's like your values are the cornerstone to your why. It's the cornerstone to company culture. It, it motivates all the actions that you take, the way you want to serve so many things. But yet I think it's something that some people can start a business and they don't stop to clearly identify these things. Yeah. And I think that your values also play into what you offer, what you don't offer, what you say, what you won't say, what speaking engagements you'll take, which ones you won't take. I mean, it's the foundation of every decision you make. And I find that when we don't start here, it's very easy to get in a place that I think we've all been at at least once in our lives where you feel like you did something and you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. It didn't feel good because it wasn't within your ethics. It wasn't, it didn't feel like it was within integrity for you. Um, and so I love for people to start with their values. And I think that that really just gives you a scale that you compare everything else to and ask yourself, is what I'm doing matching these things? I agree completely. Because I think if you don't have that kind of checkpoint to be able to say, okay, does this make sense? Is this aligned with how I'm doing everything else? Does this go with all the other choices and actions and, and you know, everything else? Does this match up? It's kind of yeah. like, you know, if you're making a recipe and you're like, I'm making a cake and all of a sudden you're like, I'm going to put a whole lot of this here salt in it because, you know, I like salt. <laughs> you don't know why you did that and it's not going to work well. And so, you know, if you're going to take the time to follow a recipe or give yourself a blueprint and then you go out of that, but you don't know why, you don't know what the purpose was, you don't know what you were actually trying to make it do things can go terribly awry. Yeah. I mean, I literally think of it as like one of the core foundational steps in your business. 
in your brand. You know, for those of our listeners that don't have like a traditional business, you still have a brand. Even if that brand means you're working for someone else, you have a reputation. So (laughs) you have Mm -hmm. to know what your values are. And I, I think that you went on a very interesting journey um, that I got to see firsthand of figuring out what your values were as a human first, because um, that's important. And then what the values were going to be for silver immersion as you started to evolve that business. And I'm curious for you to take me through what those core values are. Ooh, this sounds like fun. <laughs> um, it, because that was, that, was, that was a big thing for me. And when all of these things kind of came up um, prior to enduring me rebranding Silver Immersion, um, which is my hair and makeup beauty brand, um, like it's, it's, a, it's a process that I didn't realize was very closely tied to me and how I chose to move through life. And so it's one of those things that you're really glad when it happens, but at the same time, you're like, duh, why did I not do this before? Like this was right in front of me the whole time. And somehow I missed it. I definitely had a duh moment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I will take, I will take you through what it looked like when I clearly identified and mapped out what the core values were, um, are currently for silver immersion. Tell me what those values are because I know, but not everybody who's listening has been to silver immersions website. So, Again, Silver Immersion is my hair and makeup company. And the big thing for me when I did it was I decided that I wanted there to be five core values. Um, I, I, really, I listed out more than that. And I decided that these were the core values that not only were things that we believed in strongly for our clients, but this was also a big part of just like my approach to life and just how this was not just, oh, we just do hair and makeup. Like this was us integrating ourselves into life experiences for people. And this is where our why and everything just begins and ends. So courage, you know, really standing in the truth of who you are and who you want to become and letting that be as beautiful of a thing as it truly is. Um, Confidence, knowing that you're enough and unique in the best kind of ways. Um, Diversity. I'm going to say it, but you already know that was a thing for me. Um, and for for my beauty brand, it really focused on um, being able to uh, service and service well diverse groups. So different skin tones, different hair textures, different ages. Um, and that's just on the surface level. The below the surface level was um, same sex weddings, people that were have you know be, having um, elopements and not traditional weddings, um, people that were you know having blended families becoming um, a, a, a part of what they called their family. So that diversity showed up in a lot of ways. But being that we were a beauty brand, a big chunk of that was just letting everyone know that they could be a part of that beautification process. Um, Equality, again, you know, this is a thing for me. Um, Celebrating the variety 
and how love and beauty is seen, how it's felt, how it's embraced, how it is celebrated. And then that individuality, letting people feel as though they were a one of a kind, letting them know that the specific way that they chose to navigate life and those different choices that they were making and experiencing in this thing called life were just as important, no less so than anyone else's. And that in that moment, they could feel comfortable being fully who they were and bringing all of that to the table. Like that was a necessity. Wow. And so (laughs) I remember when you came to me with those, I was like, duh, you know, it's funny (laughs) to see that that's how you were running your business. Um, And so I'll say that many times like these things are, they're obvious from the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you are literally living your values, you are within integrity. Um, They're obvious to the outside looking in, but sometimes it becomes like so natural for us that we don't necessarily, when it comes time to sit down and write them out, think about it. Um, so what did it look like to actually get these on paper for you? Um, in the very beginning, it felt a little abstract, like it was a lot and it, because the list was long and I, in my head, I'm initially thinking like, oh, like, you know, it's honesty and it's community. Like there's a number of things that were coming up that still mattered to me, but they weren't those core things. And, you know, I can use community as an example, just the fact that, um, you know, individuality definitely matters. And that doesn't detract away from the fact that I want to still be a part of and to build community, but that individuality means that, building a community of people that are able to stand on their own. It looks a little different. So Mm. like in building that, like it was kind of that, I think it's Stephen King, that statement of kill your darlings. Like you make this list and this list feels super comprehensive. And it's like, okay, that doesn't mean that these things don't matter to me, but I have to pick the things that matter the most. What are the things that are the compass to everything else? I like that because I think it's very easy for the way that my (laughs) non-linear brain thinks being a creative to just dump all the ideas on a list. And then it's like, oh, it's like, no, you got to go back and you have to edit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And because I think that when you edit it and you took out community, these other things that were more important so you could shine. And that's important. Um, So... Wow. I feel like when you took the step, it seemed like we're just laying out values, right? (laughs) But everything about silver immersion as a business, everything about who it attracted, what was said about it, meaning your brand, your reputation completely evolved. So tell me a little bit about how you would describe the results you got from taking the time to really evaluate your values 
So, like, kind of like what happened once I really evaluated and pared it down and said, these are my five things, kind of what happened, right? Yeah, I mean, and I know from a logistical standpoint, like, for those of you who haven't been to the website, she put them front and center. Like, it started out as like a small little blurb on a photo (laughs) that said (laughs) all love is equal or love is love or something like that to address the fact that you were here for in support of same-sex weddings um and there was a same-sex couple on the website um but then i I remember there being an additional photo in the slideshow that changed and it addressed the idea of like interracial marriage and i want to say you had one more key thing and that's just kind of how it started Mm -hmm. but like now you go (laughs) and the day that you do i was like fuck yeah and (laughs) (laughs) The core values literally live on the homepage of the website with the description for each one. Like it's the, one of the first things you see. And so I guess my question is like, what shifts did you see and who you were attracting to the business once you made that decision? Cause that's a very bold decision. And it's funny because hearing that, like I didn't, I didn't even think about it that way when I did it, but I can, I can see in hindsight, I'm like, Ooh, wait, yeah, that, that did happen. And I think that honestly, that's a thing that I want people to also take away just in the sense that, um, you don't always realize it. Other people might pick it up. You don't always know how, when you're doing these things, they're a bigger thing. So even if you're like, oh, that's not a big thing. Big things don't have to be huge to have big impact. So yeah, I, I'm just listening. I'm like, wow. Um, yeah. And I, I, to second that, it's not always something flashy. This was something that was actually a quiet decision you made on your own that in reality was just going in and editing a page on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it it changed everything. So it changed it changed how it changed how we approached our clients in the booking process it changed the language on the website it changed the you know some of the images that were used um it changed the types of questions that we would ask them as far as what they needed or how comfortable they were feeling so it changed a lot of things within what we did but the biggest thing was that we started noticing that there would be clients that would come in that would talk to us about how they had had experiences with other vendors. And um, I had one specific uh, same-sex couple that they were like, yeah, we had gone to try out some other vendors. And I think some of the ones that they were trying out, they were like photographers and planners and things like that. And they didn't feel welcome. They didn't feel welcome. They didn't feel comfortable. So they saw very clearly from the things that we said on our website, the the images that were there, they felt welcome. They felt comfortable with us. And so hearing that really resonates with me whenever someone is like, I really, you know, 
I really appreciate what you stand for. You know, I love what you're highlighting. And honestly, the things that stand out even more than the people that book are the ones that don't. I had a young lady that emailed me and she said, I just wanted to let you know that unfortunately you were outside of my budget, but that everything that you talk about and all of the people that you're supporting and highlighting and the things that you stand for mean so much to me and I don't see it enough. And I just wanted you to know that I really appreciate it. And I saw it and it really meant a lot to me. And this was a cisgendered white woman that said this. So it wasn't even that this was someone that was in an interracial relationship or a a same sex um, relationship. This was someone that just said, I am seeing these things and it matters to me. And I see you doing this. And I, this means a lot. And that was huge. That was just a one example that really to this day, it, it just, it, it completely and fully validates every single change that I made when it came to my core values and what they did for everything else. And I want to highlight the fact that when we make bold decisions to stand for our values and put them front and center, like it's not always, here's the values on the homepage. You started out small. It was a couple of small captions on photos and then it evolved into this. And I think that what can come up is that we have to do it perfectly. You've edited them over time. I think what can also come up for people is that when I do this, what's going to happen, you know, with people who are not same sex or who are not interracial, if that's, you know, the lens that you're speaking to of who you want to support and some of the values you have. And I sat back and watched both working with your business, working in your business and just supporting you as a friend that a lot of the people booking with you after you did that still happen to be the same race and heterosexual couples, but they cared about the fact that you were supporting people who were not. They cared about inclusion. They cared about diversity. Their values were the same as yours. And because of that, they might not have looked like who you created the business in mind for necessarily, the people who felt like they didn't have a home. However, they still saw themselves in your brand because they saw your values and they had that aligned. And I think that that's a big thing because when I did it, I think, I think some people can look at this as an example and think, oh, so you then just had same-sex couples flooding through the doors and you had all the interracial couples. And it wasn't about, I am now positioning myself for just these people. It was more about, these are the things that I stand for. These are the things that I believe in. These are the things that anchor all of the actions that I'm taking. And so it began to attract people that were aligned with that. So what you said is 100% right. And I think it's important for people to remember that just because you are doing certain things from an ethical standpoint, you are going to get those people that fall into whatever that cause or that ethic is, but you're also going to get people that stand for that same thing, that support that same thing. And 
it's important to acknowledge that because it could be easy for you to just look at it and say, oh, the demographic hasn't changed. But is that true? Yeah, I mean, I think a great example that might be a little bit more tangible for different business models, Flaunt Your Fire, we created the business even when we were under a different name about 11 years ago with women in mind. But over the years, the more we've led with this was created with women in mind, this is a safe space for women, this is here to honor who you are, we attracted more and more men that actually want to be an ally to women. You know, and I also can say that we repelled a lot of the chauvinistic pig type of guys <laughs> that mm-hmm. were honestly in the beginning of my business, just wanting to be around me for how I looked and supporting me because I took great photos and I was cute to look at like ill. <laughs> right. No, thank you. They knew that wasn't welcome there anymore. No. Um, so I'm curious to know for you, like I repel this asshole kind of guy for lack of a better word just gonna call them what they are facts did you find that you started repelling people i repelled people that did not believe that same-sex marriages were valid i think i began to repel people that were not for diverse um for for really showcasing the diversity and beauty. So again, whether that's um, black women, women that um, actually black and brown women, any any shades that were not white, uh, women that had natural hair, women that did not feel as though they had to fit a specific stereotype of what being a bride needed to be. Um, I got people that were like on their second marriage, and so. Because of that, I think people that did not believe in love looking any different than this one very homogenous view, it was pretty clear that this was just not a good fit. And so it it not only changed who I attracted, it changed who I repelled, it changed company culture. Like, I mean, I... I was going to say, like, there's no way that having clients that were completely aligned didn't change the culture of what it felt like to work at silver immersion. Oh yeah. And I made it client there too. Right. And it, it changed, you know, like we noticed how women would come in and they would really start um, the trial with telling us what was wrong with them. I have bags under my eyes. um, You know, this eyebrow is just, I don't know what's going on with it. I have all these dark marks. They would just come in with all of the things that they didn't like. And we really started kind of trying to shift that. Like, tell me what you do like. Tell me what you do want to highlight. Tell me what your favorite thing is about your hair or, you know, about your face. Uh, What is it that you want to really feel good about for your wedding or for your photo shoot, whatever that thing was. And, So that also meant that when I hired people, I hired people that I was really clear about what the ethics, beliefs, and the values and those core values were for the brand because I needed them to be on board with that. So 
I began to have people coming in that could support that. And so that when they're in clients, bring those values just as strongly as if it was me, because reality is, is that I have, um, I have artists that work with me. So I'm not the person that most of our clients see. In a lot of cases, they might not ever even meet me. So it was really important for people that worked with Silver Immersion that they could convey what we stood for, why we stood for, why it mattered so much, and to let that infiltrate everything that they did. And it did come through. Because people would say, oh my gosh, I felt so good when I worked with fill in the blank. She made everybody in my party feel this way. Everybody looked beautiful. Even my 80-year-old mom that hates having her makeup done, loved her makeup. We would get these things that absolutely were like, yes, yes, this is it. It's doing it. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> it became so much more than beauty and so yes. much more than a skilled team. It became how people felt. It became, uh, your team just became this group of people who embodied making people feel good about themselves. And that's something that you really can't buy anywhere else. That's something that you just don't see in the beauty industry. So I, I think it's an interesting journey, amazing journey to watch. And I think it's important for the listeners to get that, yes, you will, when you start writing down these values, when you acknowledge what your values are, when you start talking about them, you'll lose some people. But you want honestly, to, you should be. <laughs> you want to, because they're the very like bridezilla in this case that makes your team miserable to deal with and has a problem with the next client, you know, at the trial because they're a same-sex couple and they don't like that. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like you gained so much. I, I really didn't see anything get lost other than some no. headaches. <laughs> right, ex exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I remember feeling like if I put out there that um, we not only service same-sex couples, but we're advocating for them, I knew that some people were going to fall off. And I wanted them to because I don't, I did not want those people there. I don't want to deal with um, the people that were bringing that type of energy in. That was not in any way, shape, or form who I wanted to interact with, who I wanted my staff to have to interact with. It was not who I wanted the other clients that we worked with to have to deal with. So, you know, really focusing on that emotional part did get rid of the people that either didn't want to deal with the emotional part or clearly saw like, oh, I don't want to deal with those things that you guys are bringing up, which was great. And for a beauty brand, it usually is just, you know, it's kind of how you look. And we've been doing this yeah. now for years and we're like, it's the emotion. It's how you feel. It's bringing that inside to the outside. And so really, you know, using those core values to guide that and to not only, again, attract the right people, bring it into company culture. But it but really you also just saw tangible results. Like, yes, your prices are not the same prices as they were when I met you like eight to 10 years ago. No, um, the annual revenue is not the same annual revenue. So like, mm -mm. I think it's important for people to know that it's not just the intangible of your business now feels good for you, your team and your clients. 
but it's also like making money. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't lose any yep. money in this process. You actually gain. You, when you begin to notice that you're getting more clients and you're noticing that the clients are actually the type of people that you want to work with and that they're reflecting these core values, it's like, oh, oh, oh okay, okay, I see it. I got it. It, it was all for a purpose and it was, it was all right. It was, it was all necessary and this was what needed to happen. So I feel like writing down those core values was really step A. And then we went on a very interesting journey that got you from B all the way to Z (laughs) of living your best values life out loud and building even a secondary business off of very similar values. But I know Mm -hmm. um, we like to give people bite-sized things to do. So I'm going to let you give it to them. If you had to say the step A for our audience today, the one thing that they could do to be able to get like a quick result, a quick win for themselves and some clarity, what would that be? I would like to see people list out values that matter for them and then identify three to five that you can build on and enhance as your core values. Mm. Can I add to that? You can. I'm going to say that if you also own a business, do a separate list for your business and narrow that down to three to five as well, because your values and your business values might be slightly different. I agree. I agree. The interesting part of doing it that way is you're able to see what's different and what is similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Especially for those that have a personal brand and a business brand. Very, very important. Fully agree. So yeah, go ahead, take that, do it. And uh, let's see what happens with that. We want to know how it went. Share your values with us once you're done. We show up here having real conversations to normalize the challenging things and make them a part of your normal exchanges. Cross lines and recreate boundaries to support, not separate. This is how we remove stigma and create real change and connection. If you enjoyed this podcast, show us some love by subscribing, sharing with a friend, or leaving us a review. Reviews are the fuel to keep the podcast engine going. Let's get more people dropping the veil and challenging their thoughts, feelings, and actions. We love being here and creating the bridge for you to walk over to become the change that you want to see. So join us next time. And until then, keep the dialogue going. Bye. Ready to get clear on what matters? Let's do this. From implicit to explicit is a framework that helps you to get clear on what matters and how it informs the way you live and lead in your workplace. Whether it's focusing on the team building and connection that can happen when you talk about what matters to you as a person or how it informs the outcomes that you seek in your business, it can all completely change the game. Having clarity on what your values are and how this shapes the way your work 
creates the foundation for every action that you take. And then sharing this information across your team explicitly. This is what creates confidence and integrity in what it is that you are creating and sharing with the world. Visit pauseontheplay.com forward slash explicit to learn more about this collaborative and interactive workshop and sign up today. Ready to lead through your values?